Okay, starting on Lamed Amad Beis, the Mishnah. Nochri Shehilva is Yisrael Alchem Tzoi. We didn't do this yesterday, right? No. Nochri Shehilva is Yisrael Alchem Tzoi. So a guy lent money to a Jew, um, and he took collateral from a Jew for the Chametz. So the lender is always the one that's taking the collateral, right? So he took Chametz. So then the rule is, the Chametz reviewed as if it's by the guy, and therefore, Achar Pesach Mutabana, because even though it's Chametz Shavala Pesach, it was by the guy, it's not a problem. And the, uh, the other way, if it's Yisrael, Shehovah, it's Nechel Chametz. So now the Yisrael is the lender, and therefore, um, he is collecting the collateral. So now the collateral is in the Jew's house, then Achar Pesach Asu Bahana, because reviewed as if it's by the thing, and the Gemara will elaborate exactly what we mean over here. Itmar, Baal Choiv, so what happens? So I give you $100, I lent you $100, and you, I tell you to give me the watch as collateral. Come 60, and the, the loan is due in 60 days. 60 days from now, I come and I take your watch. I mean, I come and I collect my money, you don't have the money, I take your watch. The question is, is it considered as though I had a watch from 60 days ago, or from that? Why does it make a difference? The going to say, What happens if you, the borrower, during that interim period, during that 60 days, you went ahead and you were maktish your watch, or you sold your watch. Then everybody agrees. You couldn't do it because it wasn't really fully yours. It was yours if you don't pay, but it's collateralized. You can't do anything with it. And I can come and I can take it away, meaning if you sold it to Ruvain, I'm going to take it back from Ruvain. Or if you were maktish it, I'm going to give Hector something. You can ask me what the tenan. I give a dinner to Hectus and I take it out. Now you're going to ask me, well, why do I have to give any? If it didn't work, why am I giving anything? So Rashi says it's just because it doesn't look right. If you're not going to give anything to Hectus, it's going to look like you're just taking stuff from Hectus and putting it in your house. It doesn't, doesn't smell right and therefore you do it. But really, technically, the Hectus didn't really work. Keep pleading. So that's not what they're arguing about. When did the Bayan Rabba argue? But it's the Malvim, the Hectus Malvim, that the Malva, I go ahead and I sold it. Meaning I didn't get it yet, but I sold the watch to someone, I was Makdish the watch. Abayah said, the watch is retroactively mine, and therefore, it's retroactively telling me that the watch always belonged to me from day one, and therefore, shopper Akdish was shopper's oven. Then my sale in the Hekdish was a good Hekdish. Rabbah says, it only works. Why? Because you could have dismissed, you could have sent me away with the $100 instead of giving me the watch. So it comes out, I never had it until the day I get the watch. I don't get the watch. If I didn't get the watch, I, I got it. Me, I'm a rabbi. He said, rabbi, it basically stands for the idea that it goes only We have a two-step process over here. What happened was Ruvain sold the field to Shimon. Okay? And he, he told Shimon, Shimon, if this field has any liens in it, you know, they didn't do any title search or whatever, he didn't know what he's getting into. So he told Shimon, Shimon, if the field's ever taken away from you, no worries, I'm going to make it up for you. Right? Reuben says, I'll make it up for you. But in addition, Zakmanala Bimelva, Shimon didn't have money to pay him, so he held the purchase money. Basically, he said to Shimon, Shimon, I owe you, I mean, Reuben, I owe you, I bought the field, thank you, I got the field now, I have the field, but I need, um, um, uh, what should we call it? I need, um, you know, three years to pay you back, right? So um, you took it as a halba. Now, Reuven, the seller, dies. And now, the Baal of Reuven, right? Reuven did have a creditor. Reuven owed someone $1,000. That creditor, after hearing that thing, came and said to Shimon, Shimon, 
Um, I want my field because Ruven all the thing. If you are old, go go to Ruven's field, but give me the field. Vasa Shimon, the Pais of Business is Shimon went ahead and said, you know what? I owe money to the Moicher, to Ruven. Ruven owes money to this guy Levi, who's getting collecting. You know, I'll just pay off Levi and we'll call it a day. Everybody's happy. They got a thousand dollars. I paid up. I paid on his behalf. We all got to go. So the Gemara says, Dina who the Asubnei Ruven Shimon, bad advice. Whoever told that. Because the Bnei Ruven are going to tell Shimon, Anan, We didn't have any cargo. Our father left us a note. The note said that Shimon owes Ruven money. That's a piece of metalton. That's not a piece of cargo. And therefore, we're coming and collecting it. And we only had the test. We had no obligation to pay back. Um, what's his name? Because there was no shebut on that. All we have was metatolin, and therefore you have nothing that too bad on you. You're gonna pay twice. You pay them, and now you're gonna pay us because we have a note and pay us the note. I'm a rava. Rava says, "I'll give you an eitzah." E pikeach shimin. Shimin is in a quandary over here. He has a problem. So if he's smart, what he does is magbilu ara. What he thinks is shimin goes to the estate of Ruven and he says, "You know what? Here I have a piece. It doesn't even have to be the same piece of karka. I'm gonna give you guys a piece of karka." Now, to pay up, because I owe you, right? I, I didn't have the $1,000 to pay you back. So here, I'm giving you a piece of karka that is worth $1,000, okay? Now you have a karka. Oh, now you have a karka. Now, it comes out that there is a choyv over here, right? Because now they have karka. This estate has karka. When the estate has karka, it has shibudim on the karka. So now he says, well, I'm about choyv. You owe me money because this guy was paid up. And I had a chryas because it was taken away from you. So now you have a piece of karka. Huh. It comes right back to me. I give you karka, I take it back, and I'm, I'm good. Why? The rule is that Yisayimim, when they collect karka, they can go and they um, and collect from them. Now, the Gemara said, this was Rafa's advice. He said if he was smart. Frank the Gemara, this all works. If you're going to tell me that when... When Shimon didn't pay the karka, right? So we say retroactively, now that he's giving, instead of a thousand dollars, he's giving karka, it means the karka was there all along. So it means that when Ruben died, the karka was already in the estate. So the estate had karka, so she put them and everything worked. Very good. But if you say, it's as though the Yasoimim did a bit, imagine the Yasoimim, the children, one day strike it rich and they go and they buy a piece of property. That has nothing to do with the estate. It came into the estate today. It has nothing to do. It's after the fact. Right? After the fact, that doesn't help you and anybody do any collection. So, if the assignment went ahead and purchased a piece of karka, will we say that now they have shibud and tabal chayv? Of course not. It has to be there from day one in their estate. And it wasn't. So how could you tell me, uh, give me this Eitzah when you yourself learned that it's only Mikan Laba? So he says, a shiny awesome, really, Karka is only Mikan Laba. So the state did not have the money. But you know why it worked over here? It's because you have the concept of, you probably know, Shibud Dev Rav Nasan. The Amal Hu, He says, what happened over here? He says, he says to the children, he's to the children of this state, he says to them like this, I owe money to Ruvain. Ruvain, your father, right? Ruvain, your father, owed money to that levy. 
The rule is that when Ruvain, when A owes B and B owes C, A could pay C. So what is Mishtav Nan Ba Khoda Bukhoid? Why me the Rabnasam? Because that's Shibud Rabnasam, Dhamma Nasam Nan Shab Khaver Man of Khaver Shimosim Zerasimaz, that you can take from the Adat, Hamalama Banasa Shash Ashamloi, whoever has the care. So he says the point is over here, it's nothing to do with it. He's gonna tell them, um, um, the Shimon is gonna tell Bnei Ruvain. The fact that I, this character that I played is just like it's Meshubit to your father. It's also Meshubit for me now because I have a Chayas on, 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 on the loan that I paid back to your father's loan. And because I paid your father's loan, I have a Shibut on it. So therefore, I'm going to take this character back for the Shibut that you have because that money was owed. I paid from A to C directly. Now there's a Shibut because it was paid back. I'm going to take back the character. Nochri that a guy lent money to a Jew. Again, he's the lender, so he's taking chametz as collateral. Now, if you're gonna tell me that when a guy takes the the chametz, he's taking it as if he took it from day one before Pesach, then then all stems. It makes sense why it's going to be motabana because it's as if it's been by the guy the whole time throughout Pesach. But why is it motabana? It only kicks in the day that the debt was due and you didn't pay, and that may have been after Pesach. So how does it work? So he says, he says, no, we're talking about a very unique case in our mission. The reason why, it's not because it's really Mikan Laba. It doesn't go back retroactive. You know why? We're talking about that the Yid, right? The Yid borrowed money from the guy. And when he borrowed money and he says, I'm giving you Chametz as collateral, he actually took the Chametz and put it in the guy's house. He says, ah, if you put it in the guy's house, even though the guy wasn't kind it necessarily, but it's by the guy. It's by the guy, not a problem. I'm allowed to have a knock. There's no Baal Yerai. It wasn't in my house that I was over any sort of Baal Yerai, Baal Yematzah. Especially if you learn, it's unclear to me if he learns like Rabbi Shimon who says really, Chamech Avala Pesach is not a problem. It's only a problem because we said Knas Konsu because you are over Baal Yerai, Baal Yematzah. But guess what? If you put it by, by out of the house, out of sight, it's, it's not a problem. The choir of this machlokes of Abayi Rabba is a machlokes tanoi. That what? Yisrael shehil b'day. We have a brayso. This is when the Jew is the one that was malva. So who is the chametz? He's getting the collateral of the chametz. A chametz l'achar pesach ain't no over. There's no iser. Right? It sounds like even though it's by the Yisrael, it's not like our mishnah. Not like our mishnah. L'achar pesach ain't no over. There's no problem. You're allowed to have enough from the chametz. Mishum Abayamer. The, you are over. There is a problem, right? The Yid is the lender. The lender has the chametz, has collateral. So Reb Meir says it's a problem, which is, sounds like a little like our Mishnah. But uh, what's his name says it's not. The Tanakhama says that. I tell you what they're arguing about. Marsavar Kabaya. One of them, Marsavar Reb Meir learns that Kabaya did the Mafer Hugoiva. So because it's the Mafer Hugoiva, it means that the Yid had this chametz from the beginning of time. If he had the beginning of time, it's chametz Shavala Pesach, it's a problem. Umarsavar and the Tanakhama learns that That when you collect, the, the, the Yid only collected his collateral later when the loan was due. Oh, when the loan was due, not a problem. And therefore that. He says, if that's what it is, Ema Seifa, the problem with the end of this b'risa is as follows. The end of that says that where the guy is the lender, and now he's the one that is holding the collateral, right? 
Because over here, it's standing by the guy. So if you learn, you flip the sheetas, why are you saying that the coil over? Why is it over? If you view it, if you learn that it's only, um, um, that it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, then it means it's been by the guy. It's been by the guy. I shouldn't be over. Why does it say over? So he says a whole different explanation. What we're talking about over here is that Again, we're talking about that the Deloiva gave, took the collateral and actually put it down. Okay? Forget the machloikis yet of, of the mafreya. It's a different machloikis over here. They're arguing in Kamifligi Another new concept. How do we know that when, a, when somebody takes a mashkin, Right? It's not just a collateral. He's actually taking a mashkin. I lend you $100 and I take from you a mashkin. What do I take? I take your watch. What does the Pasuk say? You remember what is the rule? If I come and I lend you $1,000 and I tell you, Eddie, okay, I'm going to take your shirt from the thing. You, the, your day shirt. What's the rule? Give it back in the day. In the day when you need it. If I take your pillow, I got to give you back the pillow every night. And the, and the Torah says, It's considered you did it staka. Now, you could only do tzedakah with your own possessions, right? You shouldn't be doing tzedakahs with other people's possessions, right? So, um, 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 so, but the Torah says it's considered a tzedakah. So, if the Torah considers a tzedakah, it means the Torah gave you ownership of it. It means that a mashkin, you have, a, so to speak, you have some, some sort of ownership over it. And that's why you get credit for tzedakah when you give it back to the thing. So, he says, And now, the Gemara explains as follows. Tana kama sava hani mili. When do bal choyv? When do we say bal choyv is koyna? As Yisrael, Yisrael, who the kavina be lechati yitzdaka? Who is in the parsha of doing stockers? Yidden. So if it's between the two of us, two yidden, then lechati yitzdaka, I take ownership. Avil Yisrael menachri a guy. I don't have to do anything. So it's a little bit counterintuitive, but he's saying that a guy. When I deal with a guy, the Torah never gave me ownership. The Torah gave me ownership when it wanted to give me an opportunity to do tzedakah. But by a guy, it never gave me that opportunity. So very good. So therefore, He's not going to Damascus. And therefore, the Tanakhama said that if Yisrael got chametz from a Nochri Mashkin, again, we said Herino yet, so which means it's a real Mashkin, it's not considered the chametz of the Yisrael. Because why? Because the chametz of Yisrael was not, that's why it's because we, we, you never took ownership of it. But Rabbeir learns, Rabbeir says no. Rabbeir, in the first case, where the Yid was the lender, he said, no, no, no. Just like the Torah, just like the Torah gave ownership to the Yid so that he can perform tzedakah, of course, even by Goyim, that they're not in the parish of tzedakah, the Torah gave you ownership. Oh, the Torah gave you ownership. So therefore, the guy. Um, the Yid had ownership of the thing. And therefore, it's also the Acha Pesach, Yid, the Machlik is that. However, what's the last part of the Brisa? The Brisa said that Anachri, where the guy is a lender, everybody learns his Oiver, right? That was the Machlikis. You remember? In the case where the, the Yisrael was the lender, we had a Machlikis of a Tanakama. So we just explained it's a Machlikis of whether or not when you deal with the guy, you have ownership or not ownership, and that determines whether or not you are Ivan Pesach or you're not Ivan Pesach. But where the lender is the guy, everybody said you're Ivan. You know why? The Torah never gave 
ownership rights to a guy over a Jew's uh, collateral. So therefore, over a Jew's mashkin. So therefore, if we're talking about that the guy is the lender and he got the, the chametz, the, the, he got the collateral in his house as a mashkin, the Torah never gave him ownership. Oh, the Torah didn't give him ownership. You're going to be over because it may be sitting by the guy's house, but he has no ownership of it. It still belongs to the yid. It's chametz shavala pesach. You're going to be over. Tonight. Nachwi shehelva Israel achemtzay achar pesach right? We said in our Mishnah, Nachwi that lends when he's the lender, so he has the collateral. Achar pesach motabana. Now, even if you're going to tell me, like we said, our Mishnah talking about that he put the stuff away by the guy, but you just finished our Amrit, Nachum Israel Aikani. How does it help? Even if the guy had, you told me that the guy doesn't buy the mashkin of a yid. So I don't care that I put the, 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 the collateral in the guy's house. Why am I allowed to use it after Pesach? Right? It's, it's still by the yid. A new thing. When I gave it to the guy and I say me'achshav, that I'm giving to you from now, even by a guy, it, it's considered as if the guy had it from day one. Meaning even though normally a mashkin is not nikna to the guy, when you say me'achshav, it is nikna to the guy. How do I know this? Purni. He gave a nachri, took a mashkin, gave a mashkin of this large bread that was baked in this large pan, whatever it is. Let's say Israel. The rule is, ain't either, because the past is not considered kanui to the, to the, um, to the Israel. It's only a mashkin, it's not considered. If, however, I say, if the Nachu gets it, it's yours, basically that, then either. Why? Because he said that. What's the difference if I say, and I didn't say, you know what the difference is? It depends if I say, or I don't say. So you see over here, that saying makes it that you have it from right now. Oh, so you have it from right now. That's what our mission was talking about. That I gave it and I said me'achshav. If I said me'achshav, then, 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 then it goes to the guy and I'm not going to be a vishmami now. Tell Rabban, l'chanu she'yisrael u'melai she'yisrael. What happens? I go to Pavagrava. It's owned by Jews. Um, the inventory belongs to Jews. But there are a lot of poyalim nochrin nechnasim Hashem. There are a lot of goyim as employees there. What happens now? I find chametz after Pesach. Do I assume that it's the yids? In which case it's a problem. Or do I say it came from one of the employees? The rule is because the presumption is that it, it's from pomegranate, it's from the owners. But the other way around, if it's chametz you have shop right owned by a guy and. And the uh, inventory guy. And he happened to have a bunch of Jewish employees there also. It is mutter. Why is it mutter? Because we don't say, oh, maybe one of the employees walked with a slice of bread or something. Or thing. No, we're not concerned about that. And we say it probably left from the guy and the thing. Let's just do the next mission. This is easy. If you have chametz and got buried under a pile of rocks, so the rule is, even though, especially according to Rabbi Yudha, that he says you gotta be boyer, he says over here you don't have to. who came aboard? Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says no. It depends. As long as a dog can sniff and get to it, if a dog can sniff and get to it, then it doesn't work. Even when it's covered by a bunch of the things, you have to, um, you have to be mevaker. Um, Why? Just in case you uncover it. I'm, your activity is to undo this pile of rock, and you find that you have to do it a minimum bit. 
Tana, how much, how far, how much could it have to be covered? How deep under these rocks, these rubble, does it have to be? He says it's three tefachim. We know if you are if you if I give you money to watch the Gemara says the Rashi says the only way to properly watch it and not to be considered uh, uh, that you were negligent is if you hit it under the carpet. That's the only way to protect money. You gotta put it under the ground. Right? So he says, how deep? Do I also have to dig my karka three tfachim deep so that it's really protected like that? Amalei, no. He says, by the chametz, you want to make sure that now the dogs don't come and undo it and take it out and then you come in and access with it. So it, it produces a smell, right? It emanates a smell. So you got to cover it three tfachim. But money doesn't smell. Money, you're just doing it so people don't see it. You just put... Put a little thin, you know, how much? Kama Amar Rav 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 Bar Papa Misikra is tefach, up to tefach, and that's it. Right. The trunk is spare. Oh yeah, look at that.